0: All right.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Puck Placement Podcast. Presented by Sports Ethos, we're joined by Dovey Goldman, and we got uh, newcomer Mark uh, Nussbaum. Nussbaum? Nussbaum. Nussbaum, yeah. Nailed it. Um,
0: There it is.
1: We're on a pretty long hiatus. We apologize to all the loyal listeners out there. (laughs) Um. But uh, we're back and better than ever with a full rundown of topics. I only got one beef with one of them. That's all right. Get uh, it? <laughs> yeah, we can start off with that. I just don't think we need to talk about DJ Smith. Pretty lost in the wind by now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we, a lot has happened. A lot has happened since we last spoke. Yeah, so.
0: well, we will we recorded. Well, we we did a podcast that just didn't record. <laughs>
1: oh yeah no I was like didn't we talk about that last time but
0: we it was a look. massive banger so best pod fantastic waste of an hour it was two two hours <laughs> yeah alright but we're back now <laughs> Um,
1: yeah we'll, we'll just start there since that's probably the oldest news on here Um, yeah he's gone Ottawa's pretty much doing the same thing not, not doing much different um their their offense looks unorganized their defense is kind of preposterous uh to say the least um i don't know what <clears throat> jack martin is doing but maybe it's a personnel thing i know he shook up the lines a lot took a couple guys off the first power play shuffled that up um
2: i used to think like i used to think that it wasn't a big like i used to like roll my eyes on teams that veterans like. Oh, yeah, it's important. You know, and, you know, you think one or two is good enough. They, have, they got Giroud down there. And you just see how important veterans are. They kind of sort of – like they have a bunch of young, really talented kids, but they just haven't been able to assimilate properly, and it's a real factor to me. Like on the blue line and down the middle and on the wings, they got so many young, talented players. But you see how how, how much coaches value veterans and really how, how important – this really proves how important veterans are across hockey. Like you, you need that aspect of, your, of the game, like just proven experience – just to, you know, I guess show the rookies the ropes, and that's why, that's why I think that Ottawa hasn't had success. And it's even, I think it was even reported by Elliot Friedman a couple of days ago that they're looking, they're they're shopping for 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 hockey players. That was the, that was the term he, he he used. And like the reason for that is because they're looking for guys who can contribute up contribute up and down the lineup. It's not about the personal stats, about winning the game. Yeah. And I think that that's a really important factor.
1: I think it's it would yeah. help if it was also uh, if they got a a good presence on the blue line, a veteran presence on the blue line. Uh, yeah. They have right. Drew on the forwards, and then they, if they had a guy. and
0: um, I mean. for sure. So uh, I think that, you know, you say, like, oh, it's the oldest in that, you know, we're going to cover most likely uh, today or tonight. But, like, frankly, what's old is new again because Saturday night, uh, Friedman reported that most, as, you know, Mark pointed out, uh, most active team – in the NHL is, was his quote uh, that are one of the more active teams out there scouring the market and they're looking for hockey players. So frankly, what the hell do they have? Like, you know, every single summer we hear on Twitter or X or whatever you call it, you know, from the summer of Pierre, this is, you know, it was the summer of Pierre and, you know, you know, we're going to spend the cap in 21, 22. And we have, when we finish our rebuild and the rebuilds over, this is year three of the rebuild being over. What the hell? Yeah. So like, what the hell? Like, is is it like? It sounds like they're they're angling in on you know, rocking the boat and like figuring out okay, who are we moving with right, here? So I want would... and like, right. how long is it till Kachuk says I'm done? And that's your captain who you just signed an eight year deal at the beginning of last year. And like, you know, I I don't like it's it seems like you know things are awry in Ottawa. And you know, we all thought, oh, they bring in Tarasenko and they really went and tried to get the brinkhead you know, previously, and all these different guys who've, you know, been cycling through, it seems like something's more rotten at the core of this team than, oh, they don't have the right preliminary pieces around the board. Like, despite having Sanderson and Shabbat and, you know, um, who else is on their blue end? I can't even remember. Oh, Zub. All, all these guys. And you still can't go and put on a competent team. They have, like, they're, like, full force in Yeah, intense. and
2: Shikrin. Don't, oh, don't forget they, Shikrin on the board. Yeah, Chicken too.
0: Like, yeah, they have five games in hand behind – and they're, you know, 10 points behind Buffalo, so if they win out, they're tied with Buffalo and, like, maybe they're seventh worst. But, like, they got it – not blow it up necessarily. They have lots of good pieces there. But, like, this kind of reminds me, without the, you know, very minimal success that the Leafs had at the beginning where first-round exit, first-round exit, first-round exit, then, you know, the year that they fire Babcock, the team is just an eyesore to watch – yeah, DJ Smith isn't enough. Like, this team is lazy. They don't work hard and there's and you know, Josh Martin's just not gonna take that crap. Like, this guy yeah. he's been around the block, he had studs, Alfredson, Heatley, um know Spatza, obviously, and you know, he had, you know, um Chara before he left for Boston. Um this isn't gonna fly. And change is a Ottawa, and I wouldn't be surprised if one of these what we would call core pieces are gone in the next six months
1: yeah i would not disagree it'd be interesting to see who it is uh, my guess would be norris but um that's that's just me mm-hmm. um, and,
0: and, that, and and maybe Chuck and, and, and that's ignoring P- and we're not even talking about pinto but frankly pinto would make them better but, but that's not i would it's not a needle mover at this point Like, he wasn't a needle mover before. He was good. He's like a solid second, third-line center who may progress into becoming, you know, maybe a borderline first-line center, but that's not what he is right now. He wouldn't be changing the prospects of this team. Right.
2: I want to add – I want to chime in here for a second uh, just on Dove's point. First of all, Dove, I'd like to give on behalf of both of us a shout-out to our Senators fan, Jamie. Jamie's uh, been telling Dov and I over the last uh, few years how the Senators are gonna be way better than the Leafs, and every year he's uh, he hasn't you know he hasn't really uh, found success in that formula. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, but I just want to chime in here and just I kind of just I dig at your point. Um, what's even worse is that, and I guess theoretically it could be good, right, because they, they locked in a lot of players on team-friendly deals, but the, all their young core is locked up to eight-year deals. Um, and when you were saying something's wrong with the nucleus of that team, and it's more than the coach, which I think Joe and I seem to both agree, both agree with you on, um, Even e- furthermore is that like you have all these guys locked up, so what's your plan? Like on seven, eight-year deals, and I think they're all great deals because you're getting guys who are high, uh, who are high picks – who put up a lot of points, and you walked him up eight years at a pretty good number, especially with the cap finally going up now after the flat cap, hell, that we've been through. So, like, you think to yourself, like, okay, fine. So they're putting all these deals together, you know, Stutzla, uh, Stutzla uh, Batherson, Kachuk, Chikrin, Sanderson, Shabbat, um, Josh Norris. Um, even Giroud's deal is a great deal for the way he's producing and what he does, what he brings to the they're team. They're getting value, and you're like,
0: okay, they've they're getting value from Giroud. They're for sure getting value. Yeah, from yeah, you. no,
2: for sure. I, that's what I'm saying. I agree with you, but I'm just saying. Furthermore, is like, okay, so like, where where do we go from this? And what are we doing? Like, and I agree with you. It's more than DJ Smith, and you can't expect a 71. I think he's 71 or 72 years old. Josh Martin, Martin, to come in and save the day there. Um, and they bring yeah. in Corpus, and they've tried different goalies there. They had Matt Murray there. They tried Corpusello now. Uh, they've had they've had a few different goalies in between, and like it's just like what's what's going to work there? Like what's the answer? You know they tried Zaitsev on the right side there. They tried Zup. It's just I think it's much more. I think it's a real just like you said. It's got to come from the group itself. Like, and Brady yeah. Kachuk, I don't doubt him and his and his leadership, and and you can tell he really wants to win. But it's got to come from more <laughs> than that. It's got to be it's got to be a two way game from each of those players committing to play both sides of the puck. That's you know it. a guy
1: like that's all it is is committing to. The backside, like I'm gonna get my the backside, weak uh, side part of the goal. Like they get so many, they get scored on that side off of rebounds or cross cross slot passes. Like they're just not responsible. Their penalty kills abysmal, right? It's,
2: I
0: actually don't know. Here's a, Joe, I don't even know off the top. Joe, I don't I don't know off the top of my head, but I assume it's Joe, we we've you know, talked I, about this in the past. Why? Well, I think they need a Shabbat. Like, it's, it, as much as he's, um, he's, you know, the leader on that blue line, like, I just don't think, like, ultimately, like, if you look at the asset of, like, who is being paid and who ultimately isn't, like, I guess, like, you know, worth what they're paid, in like, or maybe, like, is the, you know, the, the thing that could be moved the simplest, like, I think Shabbat, they'll get a good return for him, and, like... I don't know, like, I, he, the guy doesn't – he hasn't really, like, given me this, like, big um, indication that, like, he's a massive leader. He's, like, you know – not that he's a cancerous figure in the locker room or anything, but, like, maybe you move him. The other
1: – the funny thing is – They're out
0: of cap space. They have
1: They have all this talent for playmaking, for everything you want in a player. They are dead last in expected goals for still. Yeah, I saw that. That's uh, in- yeah. unexplainable. That that's yeah. like we're, we're talking about the non-committal effort and the on the defensive side, they have, their cycle or lack thereof is glaringly obvious. Like they have no structure on the offense. It's a freaking yeah mess. Fire,
0: fire.
2: They're actually they, uh, Jacob Chickren actually just got. They're actually up two and out. Chickren got another assist. Um, he's I love him. Like he's always been a great player. I just don't know like. I don't know defensively if he if he has what like and it's not not like maybe that's not like his a his a plus part of his game like he is an offensive defenseman and he's skilled, but then like the crazy thing is like instead of signing these big you know like these big sexy deals for these players like get guys who can play shutdown roles like a guy you know they can use a guy like TJ Brody out there like they need like veterans who are calm who can play in the penalty kill who block shots and who kind of just let the other players do their thing like. I don't want to just dive into the dive into the lease right now, but Dove can definitely attest to the fact that we've seen Morgan Riley flourish since TJ Brody's gone there, and like even they've been pretty relatively consistent partners together over the last numerous years. And you see how they play together, and and how Brody excels at allowing Riley to do what he does best, and kind of taking a step back and being like, I don't need the points, I don't need the recognition. I'm, you know, it happens to be this year. He's been a little bit worse. His skating's been a—he's been a drop slower than usual. He is a little older now and more probably more banged up. Mm-hmm. But he's still a great player, still a great
1: contributor, and that's exactly what the Senators need—a player like that. And mm-hmm. but look, like, at, look at the yeah. look at the Kings. Like I'm not the Kings develop and they—they they do a lot of things right, but that's part of it. They sacrifice in some areas to be really good. I mean, they've been a little you know, flounderish the last week or so. Yeah, they still they're, still they're still pretty good at stifling teams. Like I mean I'm um, uh, not a huge
2: Kings guy, to be honest. I, I, I still can't believe they took I <clears throat> still so that Alex Turk pick just kills him in my opinion in that draft.
1: I mean I'm but the, like the greater point is like they don't have Yeah yeah I
2: know what you mean other
1: than like Dowdy's the puck mover, Spence is a puck mover, but like you get guys that are really defensively responsible and you let your you have all this talent on the forward side they can cycle themselves. Right. You need, you need guys that can skate and move, and I guess, like, pass, but you don't need guys that can, like, sneak down back door and get a – and shoot a wide open in, in the cage
0: like Shikran does all the time. To the, to the point, though, like, I don't see, like, where the external, like, help is going to come from. Like, you look – I'm looking on free agency now, like, oh, what defensemen are coming on free agency that Like, maybe they can help. So – Um, I see Brady Shea. Um, that's fine, I guess. But like, how does that solve their problem? He's kind of just, you know, Shabbat, but older. And, you know, Martinez is 36.
2: No, He Shabbat's a better player than Brady Shea.
0: I think Brady Shea is just very low key because he's in Carolina and like, they're just all the same guy. So we don't even think in our head, but Brady Shea is super underrated. I would say they're pretty similar. They're pretty. They're like, really, I I disagree with that. Um, Han, you have he's you, you have Hannafin, but he, yeah. where he's going to demand at least nine, maybe ten million dollars.
2: Right, but these guys don't answer the senators' no, questions. Like that's no. what I'm saying. They don't,
0: Chris. No, that's his point. That's his point. Too. Chris, Chris Tanniv, Like we're just waiting for him to you know make out with the Leafs at this point. Like that's what's going to. Yeah, no, he,
1: but he would be perfect for Ottawa. Well, if
0: yes, he, but, he, there's no but way that's not happening. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, he's gonna come to Maybe us. Brett Pesci, but once again, that's a probably six million dollar defenseman on the opening market.
2: Where's Pe- is Pashy? Is Pashy an boy? Um,
0: I mean, I don't, I don't think that means the same thing for no. He's from Terrytown, New York. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah, I mean, like maybe they could go and try to get him, but once again, that's a six or six and a half million dollar defenseman on free agency, especially with the cap rising. I, I, okay, but I, Ottawa has like, Ottawa I, has the
2: assets. I, Ottawa has the space and flexibility because where? of all the team friendly deals they I, have
0: I don't see so much space in the subsequent years, like who's coming off the books this year. You have Tarasenko and Kubalik and you have to sign Pinto and you have um Parker Kelly's in an RFA and Eric Branstrom's an RFA. Like that's seven and a half in 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 room and you still have three forward spots in a defenseman to sign. Or replace. I don't see the room. They need what's to subscribe to go forward. What's
2: Norris's contract?
0: Norris long term, long term deal. Norris is making just a hair under eight for six or seven more years.
2: Yeah, he yeah, he's a good player,
1: but he also a little injury prone. Like it's scary. I'm saying, now. I'm saying somebody might bite at that,
0: but yeah, the injury is probably closer. but you're not gonna get full value just because of that. The I, injury yeah, it's, I think it's scary. It's it's like Joe I Joe, I
2: was gonna suggest like their best option, in my opinion, to trade would be Drake Batherson because he is he is a little bit more proven and pretty consistently gets points. Um his two way game is better than most of the younger players as he is a job older. And his deals he's got I think he I think he, uh Dove, you can I guess you're on cap friendly now, mm-hmm. you can check. I think he deal.
0: probably is has t- four years t- three left. three more years after this one just number five. Yeah, so that's a great deal. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, and, and fact, and, and the truth is, I didn't factor in the cap bump up, so they do have a bit more room. But once again, you you want to just re up with who you got. Like they're not going to re sign Terziano; they're going to trade him and Kubalik probably too. But you need to give Branch from a new contract, and he's going to make more than the two million that he's making right now. Maybe he's a trade piece, honestly, because if that, like that, might be the first guy I move, just simply because it's not working.
2: Yeah, they got fleeced in that trade, eh? That
0: Mark Stone trade? Yeah, but they fleeced San Jose in the Carlson deal.
2: Of course. I I know, but Mark Stone then, he was so good, that value. And he was getting an eight-year deal, and they got branched from and They couldn't even get a one. They got a two. That was crazy. I remember that.
0: Did uh, Zibanejad walk, or did they trade him? They traded they, him for Derek Brassard. Yeah, that was a bru- They got like a second. Brutal. It was like a second, it was like a second and... Broussard for, like, I think Zibanejad in the sixth.
1: People forget. Yeah, it was Zibanejad in the fifth,
0: Mm -hmm. though. Another guy, like, uh, who was I talking to? Um, I was talking to another friend. We were watching the Anaheim game last week versus the Leafs. And, like, as much as, like, oh, this guy's old and, like, he's not really a factor anymore. Like, they kind of also lost the Silverberg deal with Bobby Ryan way, way back, like a first in Silverberg for Bobby Ryan. Like, Silverberg's still kicking on Anaheim.
2: Yeah, yeah, but he's not, I don't, he's not like, I'm but, saying he's kicking. But
0: he was good. He was a solid 50, 60, 70 point producer for a two-way guy. Two-way, two-way guy, guy for 10 years.
2: Yeah. Joe, I like that. The emphasis on the two-way. Like, that's
1: that's what Ottawa needs. Dude, like he was he was annoying. And, yeah. When, uh, he's, he's, versus uh, us when we were good. exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, I'll tell you, Russell like, if Professor Ottawa Matt.
2: had a guy like, I'm, this is actually funny because we both dove, myself and... You, Joe, we can all relate to this. If Otto had a guy like David Kampf playing their 3C, it'd be perfect for them.
0: Oh, yeah. I I mean, it helps with one problem, but it increases a different problem, which is like the, the XG problem. Like, yeah,
2: but I don't think, I'll tell you, but you have
1: a,
0: think about, yeah, their,
2: but, you have Dominic Kubalik driving that line offensively, and you have Camp like. But if, has, if
1: you're better defensively, you're better on the
0: break. Exactly. And they're like good friends, happens to be, from the Czech and from, and from. That's what I'm
2: saying, from the Czech, there it is, that's the connection. That The Prague connection right there.
0: Speaking of defensemen, we could segue to the trade. Okay. Okay. I think this is like a half-hour conversation because this this has just dominated the entire hockey dis- discussion online on <clears throat> on shows on and like you know on you know intermission reports. <clears throat> Are we even sure that like Anaheim won this deal? I'm not. I really don't think they did.
2: I I'll tell you for certain. I'm actually um so I have. I have a buddy who played with Cutter Gauthier growing up in Arizona. And Mm -hmm. we spoke last night at length. And he told me, like, Gauthier wasn't the greatest teammate growing up in terms of, like, as a friend and as a teammate, team first mentality. And I have a buddy. Yeah. And also, like,. Some of the things he said, like, again, you can't, I don't, I'm not somebody that likes to look back at videos from 2016 and say, look what he said here. And now look at him now, five, five, 10 years later. But at the same time, like you look at, like, he said at the draft, like I was built to be a flyer. My favorite player was Sidney Crosby. I can't wait to go up against him in the Metro. Me versus Sid. Like that's my dream. And then like, you Mm -hmm. see how Philly's kind of like turning a corner now. Yeah. Like, you know, they're still retooling, but under torch, like they're playing hard. And, like, they, they're a tough team to play against. And you see all that. And Carter Hart's emerging as a number one. Like, and he's putting up real good numbers this year. And you're like, oh, like, this Philly's, like, on a real turnaround. And they got Mitch and they got Gauthier and they got some young guys in the back end. And they got Morgan Frost and they got Konechny. And you're like, oh, my gosh. But, and you know, whatever. Their back end, they have Cam York, who's pretty good. But they didn't have a true number one coming up. Um, and anyway, like, back to Joel's back to point about, like, the, the, the Flyer side of the deal. Like, <laughs> I am. A, I've always been a huge Drysdale guy. He he. Like he did have that injury to start the year, but that kid is special. And like, if Gauthier is going to be this dr- dramatic type of player who's very skilled, but just can't take, you know, he's, he just can't keep his off. Like he's uh, half his half his game is off ice and endorsements and, and and distractions from the team. Like that's that's a huge factor for teams and players. So if you're going to yeah. get a guy like Drysdale who wants the game and play under torts and embrace that role, and he's going to play half, he's going to play half a game under torts, like. I don't know, man. That's like Dove said. Yeah, so, dude, it's like
1: hard that. to find elite skaters that are also right-handed and can handle the puck.
0: Yeah, so look, that's that's the one thing that I take pause with, is that Jamie Drysdale is not someone I would call a defenseman who is defensively responsible. No. So Torts is going to have to teach him. And, like, this could right. this, could, up this up could, there could be some serious growing pace. Yeah. So exactly, Joe, exactly. If, if Drysdale buys in, This guy, I really, I tweeted this out last night. I was talking with Jamie on Twitter. I believe Drysdale has McCart level potential. I really do. The injuries already, like, you know, he may not hit it but i believe i believe think he's McCart- one tier below
2: i think he's one tier below i think like when you see a car level you're saying the guy could win five Norrises in his career and a heart and a like that's what you're saying to me well
0: me, i i don't believe McCart- my car and
1: my McCart- is also a liability defensively
0: I, I right but he's so dynamic offensively it doesn't matter right, his
1: speed makes up for it. right
0: so like the, yeah, i think that- they, they profile so similarly and like they have different pathways they have different injury history you know like Obviously, McCarr is playing with two other top fifteen players in the league. Plus, he was playing with Landeskog, and you know the embarrassment of Rich is that um, Chris, that um McFarland and Joe Sack and Sackick, Joe Sakic
2: and Chris McFarland that
0: they put together. But like, I, I think like they like Drysdale can do pretty much everything that McCarr can. The way I see it, if Joe if he didn't get injured. If Joe, I
2: don't think McCarr's a uh... I don't think McCar's a liability defensively.
1: I mean, no, I'm. That's a hot. That's just a stupid hot take. But like, I, over the last like, every time I turn on the ABS, I'm like, dude,
0: like McCarrey, let his guy go, or like, you, like he doesn't get beat. Are you able to bad, be a liability defensively if you are that fast? I don't think you are. That's like, oh, McDavid's a complete defensive liability. Well, he can skip no, twice not. as fast as some other players in the league.
1: No, no, yeah, he's not getting beat one-on-one all the time, but, like, when he's out there... I don't know, I'll you, uh... tell you, I
2: also... Joe, also, you see McCarr in the playoffs when he really wants it and he really, like, cares about the games, he doesn't get beat nowhere, nothing. Yeah. Like, if you remember that, I always I always re- reflect on that series against McDavid when McDavid was coming in and averaging two game two points a game, he was playing his best hockey ever in the playoffs... And McCarr and McKinnon just came in and just shut them. shut him down. Shut down. Shut McCarr shut oh. him down. There's like Okay. I want to see black shots out of Makar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's he I think he's better defensively than he gets credit for personally. But again we could disagree on that. That's fine. No, uh, he's I pretty,
1: I just I just put it out there as like a hot Yeah, I, drug, I, yeah, but back to I the
2: work. deal, like back to the deal for a second, also like like Dove brought up an excellent point that like like if 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 Drysdale buys in under the torch, which I think he will, because I think he realizes this, this is a career, this is a career changing opportunity for him. Because like Definitely. you know, now Goche is going to go to Phillies, you know, to Wells Fargo, and he's not. They're not going to be able to announce like he's not going to be able to skate on the ice, not not even touch the puck, but just when he takes a lap on the ice, he's going to get booed everywhere. Oh, it's going to be it's um, going like, to be worse. Also, it's
0: going to be worse than when Tavares is booed in Long Island. It's going to be it's gonna, Like they're going to make them. Oh uh,
2: no. Because you have to realize that, like Tavares was a star in Long Island. No, like, no, 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 no. Like, no. like Philly, but
0: Tavares gave his blood, sweat, and tears to them, and he like. I know, but they,
2: they don't. They don't. They don't care about yeah, that. Right,
0: but but, but My my point is the Philly fans are so much more. Yeah, but yeah, but not and, every Philly
2: fan. knows who Carter their No, shaves. No, 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 no. Like how these guys still think. How these guys think Scott Hartnell is still on the team?
0: No, don't don't go and make the Flyers fans seem like they're a bunch of casuals. They're not. The Philly cares about the Flyers. This isn't like – Cutter he just went from a market that cares about hockey to a market that frankly just doesn't. Everyone in Anaheim is a casual. Correct. Okay, and, and they yeah. say Philly, yeah, you may have some casuals. Are they the first team? Like they care about the Eagles a lot and they care about the the uh, the about the Phillies uh, and the 76ers. Like, yeah, the Flyers, depending on the cycle, depending on how the teams are doing, they may even be fourth. But even yeah, so, no, but, but it is. is I no, do, but, but, even, but even so, even when they're fourth, they still love the Flyers. Yeah, no, yeah, nice I think city,
2: they. Yeah. yeah, no, it's they're they are a hockey town, and you meet any old school hockey fan, they remember the Raw Street Bullies. I'm saying, yeah. no, for sure. I just, I think that's a very hot take to say
1: that he's going to get booed more than JT. Absolutely, I, 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 know, I stand by
0: it a hundred percent. They, I think they. Uh, no, I, I would say, Coach, we went to Long Island. Those fans suck. The place is quiet.
2: Yeah, well, that was... Yeah, well, that's okay. We can rip on... Save that for the next segment about how Islanders fans suck. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, man. Like, is gonna get booed. But, like, I think... I think, like, nationally around, around hockey, you know, you see Biz tweeting out last night. Biz was going at him. R.A. also going at him. And, like... You see so that and you're like, okay. Just fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's just funny, like you hear these stories. I was like Biz and Butch Goring are also getting into it now, so it's great. It just seems like Biz anyone who's anyone who disagrees with about anything. But
0: frankly, it just doesn't matter ultimately because like whatever the truth is of why Gautier decided he didn't want to be in Philly, whether it's he's a Pens fan, whether it's Torres, whether it's this stupid bonus conversation, ultimately what it all boils down to is he's a big baby. Yeah, and by the I way, think I, bo- I think I'm with
1: if baby, that's I, bonus- I think he gets booed incessantly if he. Like, for to the, the show. like,
0: even when he leaves Anaheim, when he realizes that the fans there just don't give a crap, he still gets well, booed. It's gonna be worse, too, yeah.
1: because they, it's east west, so they only get one opportunity. Yeah, they have one, a one
0: opportunity hours. a year. Yeah, like, I promise you. One, yeah, maybe. that one day is boo, cutter, goatier day. They're going to make that kid's right. life hell because he's a big baby.
2: And you know what? And you know what? If, it's, if 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 that bonus stuff is really true, that that was a legit benefactor. In like he he was upset at the Flyers for like not valuing him enough for like like yeah, like it's even worse even I would worse than a baby. Like, wait, what dude, the like
0: bonus thing? Th- there's this whole thing that like he wanted to turn pro at the at the end of last year, and they just didn't have which the makes cap- sense. Which, yeah, that makes sense. But they didn't have the cap space to make it work, so they told him to wait for a sec, like wait for like till the end of next season, maybe even wait until the middle of the off season, kinda of like Cooley did, to just so they could figure their stuff out. And like he just took it as an offense and cut off all communication. Like the team comes to Boston to meet you on campus. You refuse to meet them. The team flies to Sweden to meet you at the World Juniors. And yeah, and maybe you're focused on getting a gold medal. But like you can send a message. You can say like, okay, we'll talk with him back in the States. And, and frankly, you like you're just being a gen z baby like i don't have any like right. it's the perfect way to say it like you're a minded no, baby if you can't handle it if you right
2: yeah yeah and you know what just to add to Dill's point like even worse than that i also heard like he also, like, the Flyers, like, reiterated to him, like, we're not doing this because we don't believe in you. Or think- we believe in you tremendously. We just, right now, we want to finish the season. We have this. We don't want to be cutting guys and making trades now. And it was after the deadline. They didn't want to put guys on waivers. They wanted to keep their assets. And they said to him, like, we're going to give you a fair shot. You're going to come to development camp this summer. If you have a great training camp, you're penciled in next Did year. He go to- uh, that's what was report. Did that- he
0: go to development camp this
2: year? No, that's where, was- that's where I was about to go. He didn't even go to development camp this Jesus summer. Like, come on, God, man. I mean, Get
0: a grip. Get a grip. It's, it's, it's frankly not professional it's, it's not it's
2: no like buddy you're going to the show like like give a little self deal. a little self-respect man like you're, this guy's not this guy it's not like this guy was making 13 sheets in the show like buddy hasn't done nothing yet he's playing he's playing college hockey right Who does he think he is <laughs> i saw i saw biz tweet out today biz said
0: <laughs> william cutter gotier S- sounds like a nerd
2: yeah, I saw Biz today. Biz tweeted out today, on, he said uh, that he just, he's like, I, I, according to my sources, Carter left because he doesn't like Scott Hartnell's haircut on, on, on Flyers TV.
1: <laughs> but Dude, um, he would not survive Torch, man. Yeah, No, no he he, he, he,
2: Torch would have made that kid do Sueys every practice. That kid would have died. <laughs>
1: he,
0: he, 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 he's just a little bitch.
1: So it looks like, uh, I mean, according to Daily Faceoff, Drysdale's on uh, first pairing, which is cool.
0: I'm excited.
2: Don't, I'm very excited to see him flourish they, there. I think this is a, they you know, this is a career-changing opportunity. They and and, and
0: they put him on BP one as well. And, and frankly, so, like I think Drysdale, like obviously a little bit because of the pandemic, we got a little robbed of watching him like in high stakes in the places that matter. Like he, I don't think he had a real world juniors where he got to just be an absolute stud. Um especially because they can't they didn't there was a covet outbreak that one year before the season started so like he didn't like like and like they canceled the tournament after like one game um
2: yeah that was brutal. Yeah,
0: brutal but like i think that ultimately like this this guy he just gives off the vibes that he's a he's he will rise to the challenge he cares and like He's not. It's not like he's playing in Toronto. where, like, oh, maybe like the start. The lights are too bright. It's Philly. It's the perfect environment for him to thrive.
1: I'm just surprised they. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. They sent back uh, Igor Samalov. Um,
2: yeah, that was interesting. I saw that as well.
1: Like, why? <clears throat> they barely play Ristolainen. Why not just have? I, don't know, I guess Ristolainen has nowhere to go. Other than a scratch. I
0: don't know. Appara- <clears throat> apparently, like, he's really improved since he joined Philly. Like, and, like, now his metrics are good. Like, his advanced stats. And, um, like, I remember, like. So- <laughs> well,
1: he plays 11 minutes a game.
0: I guess I guess that's, <laughs> kind, of shelter- that's kind of sheltering him. <laughs>
1: right. But, yeah, no, cool. Like, you start I- off a real cliff, eh? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But it looks like Drysdale's on PowerPlay One. Yeah, that
0: that I heard for sure. I, I just think that ultimately yeah, like yeah. they have good vets in the room like Mark Stahl, who like they don't like yeah. like yeah. yeah, they have Cam Fowler in Anaheim, but that guy he hasn't been tested in his life. He's in, he's been in Anaheim for 12, 13 years. It's yeah, yeah. Um, He's
1: been in the playoffs.
0: Like two years before they fell off a cliff. Right. And he was like the third um, pair.
1: No, they got they got plenty of leadership in Philly. Yeah, and and, and, really and
0: torch at the head. This kid's going to become a pro, and he's going to become a great player. And Cutter Gortin is going uh, to walk mean- away into nothingness in Anaheim and enjoy the beach.
1: I picked up Drysdale
0: immediately. Yeah, he was. I yeah, every, that's a good every mouth. league I could pick him up in. I've already done it, and uh, I have to make room on rosters. Like I have Russ sitting on IR, and you know. One league, where, like, oh, we gotta make room. I you know those. what's yeah, what's ahead. very interesting
2: as well. Um, in my opinion, is now with, I don't know if you guys saw that report today. That Anaheim's shopping Ziegler. Yeah, yeah. And, he in, uh, he got, and, is, and he got injured tonight. Yeah, and Ziegler isn't you know he hasn't you know he's got he's got he's got great like for publicity for the game he's great but I don't think he's too great of a player. I think he, he was awesome yeah. in the World Junior. Where, where's the report from, coach? I didn't see. I'm not sure. I, I saw it on the score. I, I'm not sure who reported mm-hmm. it. I didn't have a chance to read the article. I was recently today. It was a, it was probably within the last like five six hours, but. I'm not. A, I I think Anaheim has like like I I think McTavish is legit. Like yeah. he's a legit player. Yeah. I love him. He's an animal. Like he's a guy who will drag you to a cup. Mm-hmm. Like he's like like if Ottawa had him instead of like Stutzler or something, I think they'd be not not a not a. I'm not trying to like bash on Stutzler or anything, but they need a guy who's a two way player who actually cares. Like that would be perfect for them. Um, they got Leo Carlson. They have these. You know, they have some of these dynamic type of players. They still have Troy Terry, who's still very good. They have other good players, but the thing is, is the reason why they were able to do this was because of their blue line. These kids coming up, like Tristan Lundell, and obviously Pavel Michukov, Jackson, and and my favorite one of all, Zellweger, Oh, and that kid is going to be amazing.
1: Yes, he will be. It's, he uh,
2: that, he's so fun to watch.
1: It's so funny. has doesn't have a single stat tonight
0: because he got injured.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: He, he got injured in game, but he he's, he has like four goals on the year in like twenty games. Like it's he's well, he's, he's, really he's yeah he, he's still playing like eighteen nineteen games. Like four Tuckies in eighteen nineteen games is not
1: great. <laughs> yeah, Goudis has more goals than him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah, there's yeah. Gosh, but uh, listen, he, he's he's great for the skills competition and and his lacrosse cross goals. His Michigans are are nice, but like Anaheim's
0: the perfect market you know, for him.
2: Yeah, no, it is. It is, and it and it it seems like it's perfect for Carter Gorgie also, where you could come into the rink in his flip flops, and do that. Except that the problem is, is that when when they name McTavish captain in a couple of years, and he's all game, and some of these guys aren't, it's going to be a little bit of a feud. I think it'll be him or Terry for sure. I think McTavish. I think no, Terry- I think is I, a- I don't think Terry. I think McTavish is a walking captain. The kid was since. Since he was, right, I remember yeah. him playing AAA in Toronto. The kid's always—he's just—he's—he's—he's he's a, he's, he's a hockey player, man. He shows up when it matters, and he, he'll score any type of goal. He can rip, he can—he can walk into the slot. He can be clean up the garbage in front of the net. He can tip box in. He'll battle. He's got every—he's got—he's got every like—he yeah, checks TV. every box. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. As a side—he's great. As a side point while talking about the Ducks, Frank Petrano is going to get traded at the deadline for like a stupid amount, right? Oh well,
2: yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. That's a classic.
0: Uh, but you know point what? For
1: me, point for me. Point in the pre-season.
0: Well, he's having a good year. He's signed a reasonable number for next year too. Like that screams like a first plus a conditional first plus a prospect. Well, plus- you know,
2: like you might. You know, if uh, speak, just trying to kind of connect this conver- this conversation to our first segment, uh, maybe potential Ottawa deal there because if they start rolling out, win a few games offensively, and they're looking for a responsible two way player who can score goals,
0: Ottawa's out. They're not making the playoffs. This is over.
2: Uh, what? Uh, listen, I agree. If they they
0: better, lie, win if they, win.
1: they better win today.
2: Yeah, they they yeah <laughs> oh, yeah they're playing yeah. Uh... By the way, speaking of speaking of Calgary for a second, like Connor Zeri is unbelievable. That kid's oh, a great story.
1: Sick. Yeah. Sick.
2: Yeah. Saying Hobie, hopefully, Hubert O can benefit with that kid a little bit. eh? Yeah. Mm.
1: <laughs> no, well, nothing. O is it? They need to sell off everything they can in Calgary.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know what's taking them so long. It's weird that they're still trying to compete. It doesn't make any sense.
0: I'm guessing there's ownership interference.
1: They won two games and everybody was like, wait, hold on. It's <laughs> not well, Seattle I, was rattled off seven in a row. Yeah, by the way, great point, 100%. Uh, we can go, like, we covered two, stu- two topics there. We can move to, uh, let's see, Nick Cousins or Neil <laughs> Now, I don't want to go Neilander because he'll talk for like
0: an hour L- about it. No, <laughs> Neylander's actually a pretty short conversation, I think. Okay. Yeah. Hit it. Coach, batter up. Willie, um,
2: listen. Brad Trueving's last two uh, superstars he's had to sign were Jonathan Huber and Willie Neilander. Both got roughly the same amount of money. is um, more of a scorer and a better player. But listen – there's a couple of realities here. Number one is what Brendan Shanahan had said in 2018. Um, the Right before the season started and Mitch Marner had not signed yet, uh, maybe it was, yeah, 2018, he said, it would mean a lot to me when, when that my players start taking less because it's going to show their, their, their respect towards their teammates and how much they care about winning the cup. And since that quote, Matthews has taken two five-year deals. Marner's had to make sure that he gets his Doug Gilmore number in his contract, so he gets his 10, 10.893. And Nieder, after taking a great deal for us, but waiting out until 35 minutes before the December 15th deadline, has now taken. Well, yeah, whatever. There's different reports, but point being, he, he signed on the last the December 15th deadline, within the last half hour before he would have been out for the year. And since that deal, he now he's now he's gotten the biggest contract the Leafs have ever handed out. Marner's Marner's about to get a big uh, contract next year. That's probably he should probably take. I don't think so. No, let me let me see. Listen. Marner is an opportunity now to be the last one to show everyone that he really Um, does—and by the way, when I talk about the last one, I refer to Matthews, Marner, and Nylander. I don't consider Tavares part of this conversation. I think he came as a free agent who was offered more money elsewhere by San Jose and Dallas, had the opportunity to go there, and did not because he wanted to come home, and I respect that, and the Leaf fans that hate on them, screw him. Screw them, because— I, I dove knows. I have a very soft spot for him. You know, Yeah, and he's aged pretty well. Um, and I think that he chose to come home. And people have to recognize that and appreciate that because he's the first Toronto athlete in many, many years to, to choose to come home and stay here. Um, Stamkos ran away. So many others have he ran away. He has another opportunity. He embraced it. Stamkos
0: has another opportunity this summer.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's coming home, though, even though he's bad well with Tampa now. My point being is the Willie deal was overpaid, but you had to do it. That's it. They were in a tough spot. And and he's having a great year. And it's crazy to me that they, that at the beginning of camp, they were starting at 9-5. That's what the conversations were around. And somehow, because of the season, it's gone up 2 million. It's pretty astounding to me. But I trust Trio, pretty much everything he's done, other than sign Reeves, basically. And maybe one other deal has, has looked really good. Even, like, the Simon Benoit deals is, like, our death defense. Qu- everything's Qu- Martin Jones now. Bloomberg. But, like... Yeah okay yeah Klingberg was a mess but point being is most mo- most uh, majority of what he's done has been really good and I believe that you know I don't the Nylander deal can age it depends on the cap right the cap's going to go up a lot now so it could be it won't be so bad but now that you have your core four next year which is the real which is the real scarier making you got Nylander at eleven and a half you got Tavares at eleven that's already twenty two and a half you got Matthews at thirteen six which yeah, is it leaves you guys it's just,
1: with, it leaves you guys with like nineteen mil for nine
2: spots yeah it's 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 scary um but at the end of the day you locked him up for eight years he's the first one to commit for eight after Tavares and like listen it's it, it, he's a great player he's a, you know he's I I think he's for sure now he is but he's he's a top he's one of the top wingers in the league and you locked him up so yeah uh, it's tough though like what's Sam Reinhart gonna get this summer in the open market I don't know but somehow he's gonna get less because it's just not the
0: Leafs I think he actually might get more because it's only going to be seven years. Oh, no, not, he plays a PK. He's not going. He's going to get seven years, not eight. It might. It might hit like oh, Willie's number might be above Willie's number, especially if he hits fifty goals. Or oh 50 yeah, because Reinhardt's older. No, Reinhardt's the same year as Willie. Is he really second overall pick, twenty fourteen? Wow. It just, it just seems the career trajectory is yeah, a lot more over. wonky because he just went and expired in Buffalo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, so coach, you, you, de- no, you, I done am- with your points or, I mean, Joe, you can go too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Joe, go ahead. My, but just, just to finalize my thing, my, my point in five words is like, it's yeah. Like I'm happy. He's a leaf. Do I think it's an overpayment? Yeah. And I'm a happy. He's a leaf. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's one of the five. I know, but <laughs>
1: no, I'm happy. He's a leaf. That's fine. Uh, no, it's a no brainer, but Something better, something special, better happen this year. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So he, my thoughts are, you know, like this. Um, I think Mitch Marner's days in Toronto are numbered. I think that, frankly, um, he's a player that has really failed to live up to the moment. The lights are bright, um, and I just don't think he's a Brad Living style player. That he, like, you know, I, I, I could be proven wrong. You know, for the longest time, I was very skeptical about Willie Nylander, and I thought that he was inconsistent. He mailed it in like 30% of the time, and if only he would go and put in his effort 90, 95, maybe even 100% of the time, what could this player be? Well, we now see. This player is a consistent threat offensively, Back checks, plays defense, uh, penalty kills, um and um, it's unlocked so many elements of his game because he gives a damn, and I contest the point. I actually think he is worth eleven and a half million dollars, especially with the cap rising. Um and I just think, frankly, you said he wasn't. No, <laughs> I, I was skeptical for the longest amount of time going into the season. I was skeptical. Um. I, I, you know, the wool has been pulled off my eyes. You know, I, I have friends who maybe they were, um, you know, trolling or contrarian, and they've always been on the willy train, and, you know, mainly they don't like Marner because, you know, of all of the controversies with him and his dad and taking all the money. I agree with what you're saying, Coach. Uncle Paul, eh? Uncle Paul. Um, I agree with what you're saying totally. <laughs> this is Marner's last opportunity to show that he actually cares about Toronto, and...
1: I don't think it matters. It,
0: uh, no, because if he takes ten and a half or ten, because frankly he hasn't been an eleven million dollar player. Not at all. Um, Not this and, year. He, tonight, he,
2: tonight he had a great night, but he played a he played a free, he
1: played a college team. Yeah, time. AHL team. Even if they league. even if they go to the ECF, I don't think it matters for Marner. I think it's.
2: I want. I want. To, yeah, Dove. What Dove's saying, and I just want to double down on his point. The reason why Marner is more important than the, the other two in terms of his contract. Obviously, JT is going to take a pick on his next deal and he wants to stay. But the reason why uh, 16 is much more important is because – he is a Toronto boy. He grew up a Leaf fan. He grew up in the games. And everyone, I was so excited when he got drafted. I was yeah. like, perfect local kid. he And and that And as a Canadian kid, as a as an Ontario kid, as a Leaf fan, these things mean things. And the fact that so far he's shown he doesn't, he doesn't really give a damn is really frustrating and really unfortunate. And as Dove said, like I'm reiterating, this is his last chance.
1: This is it. Yeah, if Do you if, think if he, there's a chance he stays?
0: Uh, oh, he, yeah, well, for, we should say point blank. It's very clear that he wants to stay. But he wants to yeah, take it, and twelve and a half million dollars a year, and that's just not, and he's playing with Austin that's Matthews, just not feasible. You know, everything changed in Marner's life when he got put on a line with Nazim Kadri and Patrick Marlowe, and he got put with semi competent players, and he put up his career season in a contract year. I, I, a little bit, you know, it's it, 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 you know it, this is an incomplete conversation without mentioning that Kyle, this is really where the chickens come to roost on Kyle Dubas's tenure as general manager because. Regardless of, you know, how he lost three crucial negotiations in the span of eight months, nine months, where Matt first Neilander signs December 1st, 2018, Matthew signs, you know, shortly thereafter, I think it was January or February, and Marner signs, you know, September of 2019, lost every single one of those negotiations. Like the Willie Nealander contract never, ever changed. It was always, you know, seven and a half, eight, I don't know, because the numbers,
2: the only L I would call on that was the fact that it took till December 15th. I wouldn't call it an L. No, the actual contract no itself because,
0: out because well. that was the exact same number. It was the exact same number on September 15th that it was on December 1st when it was signed. It's just because it was so No, Nylander
2: wanted seven and a half. He came down 600,000.
0: No, he didn't. He still got seven and a half. It's just because of the way the cap works is that the number went down because he signed it on December 1st, as opposed, it still was a seven and a half point. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right.
2: It was just a 6.9. Right. It was the average annual hit was a 6.9. Because it was more in the first year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like he Um, lost that. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he yeah. But really don't forget, don't,
2: don't forget, Darren Ferris, Darren Ferris, in the summer calling Kyle the year before Mitch goes on that line. Black when he was playing with Bozak and JVR, and Darren Ferris says, "Give us an eight times 8 and Dubas says, "No." And that's another. Don't forget that. That's another L. That's another thing. And and yeah, and, and you know what? Dubas, like, Dubis, like and even and, this new negotiation, frankly, yes. partly his fault. And
0: frankly, yes. Did the Leafs get screwed by COVID? Yes, but COVID was three and a half, four years ago. We can't go back to the well every single year. Oh, well, if COVID hadn't happened, the cap would be at $95 million. We never would have had a problem. We would have been able to supplement properly. Don't care.
2: We did get screwed because we we could have got Petrangelo, had the cap gone up, and then we would have had our number one defenseman. Okay, well,
0: he could have cleared room and made room for Petrangelo anyway. He didn't. Right. Okay. Don't Uh, care about the what-ifs. Don't care about the what-ifs. If the cap would have went up, excuses only hurt you. And, yeah, and instance, you we're done. We're done with Dubis. We're done with COVID. We're done with all these things. You can't go and you look. You gave Matthews what he wants: the years he wants, the bonuses he wants, the and the term he and and, and the money he wants. You gave Neilander the years he wants, the bonuses he wants, the and money that he wants. You can't give it to Marner. You can't just lay down on the train tracks and let them run all over you again and again and again. Especially for the player who doesn't show up when it matters the most. That's what that's ultimately where I stand on it. And as I I you know a lot of people in Toronto do not like Mitch Marner for whatever reason. I still like Mitch Marner. I still, like, you know, tonight is a perfect example of like this guy, what he's just dialed in. And like the perfect way to get Mitch Marner going in a season is, Oh, he needs to prove it to get his contract. That's the way to pr- that you get it to actually like, Oh, I'm going to like lock in, dial in focus. And he did. This is the first game since Neil Ender signed his contract, since it was reported to have been done. And he went and scores four or five points. I don't even know at this point. Um, yeah it's uh, I just but did, like ultimately, dove, it, at this point, the ship has sailed. you you want, dove, you I just want your to... negotiation you got virtually eleven million dollars on the cap. It's over. You can take what you want or you can walk the free agency or we can yeah or, I mean, dove, hopefully, just... hopefully he's willing to waive his no move cost to at least like two or three teams so we can like get something for him. I really don't want to lose him for nothing. But if it's sign Marner for eight times, 12 and a half, $13 million, because he's a selfish prick or, um, or let him walk. I let him walk.
2: I just want to say one thing on that last point. You said, I, you know, I, I obviously I, I, have been saying we're going to get McJesus when he, when he's a free agent. And all. I've been saying that for years, but real talk for a second. I, <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely believe. I genuinely believe that. Joe,
0: Joe, thirty. Did Joe just fall out of his chair laughing? No, no he I, was just
1: pointing at the Hawks. The Hawks are good enough. Yeah, no, we're getting we're getting Pedersen too.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. And Sabriani too. Um, Wait, anyway, I thought you said so, Leafs
0: fans were delusional.
1: Yeah, well, I said we were getting Nylander, too.
0: Well, yeah, I was if, always if, no. if it went to free agency, I don't doubt you would have.
2: By the way, I just want to say one thing. Um, I think 34 is going to Arizona after this contract. Definitely. Cool. I, will I think it's obvious. We'll see. I think it's designed that way. He's, he plays 13 years as a Leaf or whatever it is, uh, or 13 or 14, and you know scores six, 650, 700 goals, and it goes, it goes to Arizona on an eight-year deal, and that's it. That's it.
1: I, I, I mean, think, I, uh, I think it would be cool if McDavid
0: went to L.A. Um, ugh, ugh, ugh. Look, I, I, I'm not just saying you're wrong, but like, I think that it's very,
2: why the hell is that good?
0: No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm not saying you're wrong about Matthews. Like the, the McDavid comment, that was just ridiculous. That's just not going to happen.
2: No, it's not. You know, I have sources for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like, ultimately I think that it really is very dependent on where is Arizona in four years. If they're, a, oh, really if, if they're still they'll be really If they're still in arena they'll issues or if they're in Utah, he's not gonna go there. There won't be.
2: They're closing in they they there won't be. They're closing in. They're closing in on a deal now. Yeah, uh, Joe, I forgot it. to mention I have a soft spot for Arizona. They're like my my like my baby team. Like obviously I'm all leafs but like Arizona, they even soft. I'm a big small market guy. But anyway, Craig uh, uh Craig Morgan reporter, they're closing in on a deal in Mesa. They're gonna yeah. get the deal done. they those two Russians they picked this year in the draft in the top twelve are both studs. They're killing it in the KHL. Bear Hayden's gonna be back. That kid's great but
0: is, Putin enlist, to, is Putin gonna enlist them in the army or something? Like
1: maybe,
0: maybe the I KGB.
1: They the, they, did they get a Swede defenseman?
2: No, yeah, that was a couple that two thousand nineteen They picked a kid Victor Soderstrom. He get um, the, he's he's still in Tucson, but they got they got some pieces. Like that kid who played for Canada, Connor Connor Geeky's a stud. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, Geeky. He's mean... He's great. Um, that defenseman was six seven. Maverick Lamoureux. Um, I don't know if you remember him. He's very. He's only famous because his parents made out on the draft
0: after he got drafted. That, no, that, uh, that, was he, he that was Isaac Howard. That no, was Isaac Howard. No, no,
2: no. It was Maverick Lamoureux. No, you, Chat, stat, check me on that. I
0: will stat check you on that.
2: Yeah, you can't. You can You're stat right. check me on that. But anyway, they I, got some good pieces. I, I vividly
0: remember watching that up in Muskoka. No, it was. Oh, it, no, it
2: seems like you both
1: vividly remember
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was. It was Give me one sec, I'll give me I'm telling you man it was I'm telling you
1: yeah let's shift to that uh, Nick cousins hit oh boy um speaking of yeah. Arizona speaking of Arizona yeah <laughs> um, why is Zucker the only guy getting Sussy
0: this is just the, the joke of like what Department of player safety is um, there has to you be a way it. there has to be a way that other than Gary Batman firing someone. Or a team coming and hiring him that some that he can be replaced because like if all teams and I'm pretty sure if you went and anonymously polled all 32 GMs I would probably say at least 20 of them would or to 25 of them would say they're dissatisfied to discontent with his job performance over the past what is it he's been there since Shanahan left right. So that's so we're closing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So we're closing in on ten years of George Paris leading the Department of Player Safety, and he's soft on certain players. He's soft on certain teams. He's hard on certain players and certain teams. Um, like you know, I I've seen like the the hit that Cousins does, puts on before Zucker pummels him into the boards. Nazan Kadri did the exact same thing in twenty eighteen in the playoffs against Tommy Wengels against boston and he got three games tommy
1: yeah
0: so this got nothing this got nothing and that got three games in the playoffs which is like six games in the regular season all right
2: boys go check that out go check that out
0: um it's it's disgusting um this guy's a clown he's a rat he's he just turtles you know after he goes like he's he's a he's a coward he, yeah, he, he killed Gabranson, and then, yeah, fly, he 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 flies around the ice, mounting off, hitting people in ways that are at least illegal and borderline criminal, um, like, and he gets nothing for it. Like, has he been suspended once yet? I feel um, like I feel
1: like this is like a new thing for him. Like, he plays is on the thing. edge. It is
0: a new play. thing. He he totally like he wasn't like this up until he Paul Maurice became his coach.
1: Well, last year he wasn't. This bad.
0: No, he was just a gritty third liner. Yeah. Well, with Maurice, yeah. <laughs> and, and and it's the Paul Maurice like mantra of like they can't do they 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 can't call everything on you unless your name is Rafi Torres. Right.
2: By the way guys, I was just sent you the uh the YouTube clip from Maverick Amaral. You can check it out, it's on the chat. Yeah, yeah. I hate
0: Rafi Torres. Like
2: just, just right. to confirm. By the way, Dove, I was right. Yeah, you were
0: right. I, Isaac Howard was something yeah. else from that draft. I missed the.
2: I know Isaac Howard just had that. He had that nice, cool suit. Um, but um, yeah. no, I, I agree with everything Dove said. Like, I got. I have nothing else to add to this. It's, yeah, every, everything he said, true. 100% true. but like
0: it, 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 we're getting to the point where like when does get Batman just cut bait at some point? Like it's been ten years. Like it shouldn't have to be that the Ducks go and hire. George or the or the Panthers hired George Paris to be the president of hockey ops to get him out of that office just because like like a guy there has to be eventually accountability for the people who make people accountable when they don't make people accountable I'm sure that made a lot of sense
2: if you you know what if you're doing that can you just get Batman to retire too please because I wouldn't be pissed. I'm ready for Quebec City to get their team, so we can we can just you you tell me when you're ready.
0: Coach, Quebec City's not getting a team even once Batman retires. I hate to break it to you.
2: Yeah, yeah, just get him out. I had enough of him. My buddy hates every Canadian franchise. Doesn't respect anybody in the league. Doesn't care about hockey. Just cares about the business. No tradition. Doesn't value it.
0: Um, who's uh, more formidable, Washington or Pittsburgh? Uh, well, it's kind of you know whoever's um you know. Um, whoever's like, you two know, very two very streaky teams, yeah, two very streaky like, teams. They're just like, you know what I what I wrote to you guys. Like, they're just volatile. Uh, one's up, one's down, and you know, like Washington will win seven straight while Pittsburgh's, you know, on a nine game bender of of losing and losing drastically. Um, and then the roles will be reversed, and like they've lost, like Pittsburgh's lost two games in the past month. Like, it's um, it, it's actually very entertaining to watch. Not that they're necessarily super entertaining teams, but more as we get into the twilight of Sid versus Obi, um, how the teams are somehow still competitive despite glaring holes on both of their rosters, particularly in net for both of them, um, as well as defense and bottom six and supplementary scoring. Um, It's um, I I think it's an underrated storyline where – both of them can make the playoffs neither of them can make the playoffs or only one of them can make the playoffs I actually think one of, one of them will make the playoffs and it's gonna like yeah. they'll be like the last team to squeak it
1: I do yeah I could see that too I mean they're tied right now in the standings um, uh, it's like one or two points out of the wild card I think I think Washington's gonna deal Koozie for something um, not just Koozie. probably not but I don't think it'll be a lot of moving parts. Because um, I think they have... I think they're happy with, like, their young guys and their depth guys are... They have some
2: players. They have yeah, some yeah, young, say, some young say, players.
0: Kuzi's gone. Manta, if they can move him, is gone. Um, Patches probably will stay. I'm not too sure about Manta anymore. In what that sense? Is he an NHL player? Or is he good? Or no, is he I mean, bad? He... Or, like, should they keep him? Should they not keep him? Like... Also, like the epitome of volatility, of sometimes you love the player, sometimes he's unwatchable.
1: Right, but I think he's, I think he's bought into this whatever their coaches. Uh, Spencer Carberry, of, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever he's instilled.
2: Yeah, I. They have some young players also. I, I, am a big Jove knows. I'm a Pittsburgh guy. I, 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 I'm a huge Sid guy. I think. Coach. Anytime you have Crosby on your team,
0: coaches a Sid Sem.
2: Um, I'm a Sid guy. I think there's a, there's an, he's having the, he's, he's age 36 years. So. He's he, as, as a 36 year old is having one of the best years ever for a 36 year old. He wins every face off to it. doesn't get enough self recognition, plays with such bad players, makes everybody around him better. Um, I think when he's on your team, you have a shot at the playoffs. Um, I, I, yeah, that's
1: how I feel. Mm. Their, their, their biggest concern obviously is their depth. Uh, Washington's yeah. biggest concern is they don't score enough. Yeah, and I just want to
2: say, by the way, I, I know it's not our topic right now, but the Jets are now 9-0-1 in their last yeah, 10. Yeah, that, they, just, we'll, they just won 5 no. We'll
0: get to the Jets. Also, like I'm just saying. I think that Ethan Bear contract that they brought him in for actually is that, – that could actually short yeah. up Washington's blue line. Um, yeah,
2: they need some blue line depth. I'm saying well, Sandy's no, playing there now. Right? I mean, we gotta, they have
0: Carlson up top, and I'd say he's still a number one defenseman, but they don't have a number two, and I'm not sure they have a number three either. Cause like,
2: oh, Sandine's probably a, uh, pushing a number
0: three. No, I'd say right now he's at best number four. Uh, Feravari, Feravari's there's more of an argument for than Sandine at this point. Uh, TVR and Jensen, he's TVR and Jensen are bottom six guys, despite both being right-handed. Uh, Edmondson, I think, bottom pair, guys. Yeah, Edmondson I think is a bottom pair guy. Alexeyev is still young-ish, mm-hmm. but like we're getting to the point of oh, is this guy ever going to be above a, t- a bottom six? Uh, 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 a bottom pair guy um they still have in the minors um nobody <laughs> uh yeah but they have know. those
2: two players they, they got mcmichael up front who's a player and hadrick slap that kid who slipped in the draft from from the quebec league he's 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 a player so yeah. they have a couple uh, players and, and, and stroma
0: and the and, is and, and, and yeah yeah and, yeah, the guy, yeah and the guy who had cancer mirosh mirosh He's also a guy. Crystal's a guy. Like, they have pieces for sure. And, like, I think by the end of Ovechkin's contract, they definitely will be competitive again, possibly even more. Oh, We didn't even talk about how Oshie's going to get traded too. Um, oh, yeah. Crystal, by the way, Crystal was a big steal in the draft. That kid's a
1: stud. Yeah. They should go get a uh, Chinnikov. Just get more Russian. Yeah they,
0: yeah, they should. Russian machine never breaks. I mean, they
1: they do well with him, and he wants out of Columbus. Well, uh, Although they got a good Russian uh, line, and I think but I think anyway. they, they
0: need some Russian spies to you know uh, move to Columbus to make the people happy. First, you got Panarin. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I got to run in five minutes. First, you got Panarin, Bobrovsky. Now you got Chernikov, and who knows when Marchenko's going to ask out. Um, yep. All right. Anyway, what, what else is there that uh, like we don't need to talk about everything? We
1: could, no, we can just talk Jets. Fun. Yeah, let's just, talk Jets.
0: Just Jets? Yeah. Most, you, you, Coach, you don't want to talk about the Yotes? Uh, no, I'm a little pissed
1: off right now. I don't want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a big Yotes guy too.
2: Good. You say said everyone, the Yotes are a likable team, man. I just, I got them in my back pocket always. Despite, was, yeah, that, dis, you, despite
0: their owners a little you know, bit Joe, the 2014
2: rats. Golden Days, man. The go- Joe, the- Joe, the golden Days at Gila River Arena, man. Or it was probably called Jobbing.com back then. No, right? it was... Donor, Rajim Verbata, Marty Hansel, Yans. Was- we had the boys, man. Was- Brisgal, Brit- 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 Brit bro. That was-, that was the whiteout, sellout, 19,000 a night. We were rolling through the first couple of rounds. All the way to WCF, bro. Took two yeah, they from the Kings. Us. They rolled us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. No, we still took two. We were down 3-0 and took two. Remember that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. Listen. uh. Back to, I just want to talk about the Jets. Um,
1: yeah, dude,
2: they're, they're I, fun, man. They're a wagon and a half. Um,
1: and a they don't even fun. have Con- Connor.
2: Exactly. Connor's back in four weeks. Perfetti's unreal. Great pick. Every Their first round pick's all coming up. McGrody, uh, they got... Uh, they, they took Lucius. Um, who'd they pick this year? I'm blanking out. Um, oh, yeah, they took Colby Barlow from from the O. Another stud. Just going to be a good second or third line center in the NHL. They keep on just... Recycling, not—I don't say recycling. It's not, we're just recouping assets in terms of just draft value. Mm-hmm. Morrissey plays. Morrissey plays twenty-five minutes a night. Uh, um, dude, P- Velarde.
1: Velarde's like.
2: Yeah, I was about to get PLD. there. I was about to get there. He's
1: PLD,
0: yeah, yeah. Bud. Mm-hmm. dude. I li- Velarde's just a. I like red-handed. the I like the meter rider um bit of business that they did. I don't remember yes. when that happened, but like, yes. it's hard to attract yes. players to come and stay in Winnipeg. And they found a guy who works in their system who likes it there and getting him at a very effective number for them, I think is a good bit of business by Shuffle Day off. Yeah. The yeah, thing, and
2: Chevy's one of the most... There's two, yeah. there's
0: two things about their roster which I don't love. Their defense, I like, they're playing well, but I feel like it's a little bit of a house of cards. Um, like, you have Morrissey and Pionk up top, which they're fine, but after that, it's very suspect. As well as, I, I will preface this with saying... I love this player. Nick Ehlers is not healthy enough, and it could just be time to move on before he becomes a UFA after next year.
1: I mean, probably, but we're talking about this year.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. I like the folks. Also, Chevy gets no recognition around the NHL. He's one of the top GMs. He's been there for years. Their team has consistently been good. I'm saying they had three, their, their, their three right-hand shots walked away and so, so quickly. They all three you know like it was just that was crazy
1: well i think um, it's a credit to a bonus and i'm i'm a yeah it was no, pretty no, for sure bonus and he's gotten these d pairings like huh. yeah and you know what else my favorite bonus thing he's done besides
2: i'm saying obviously the buy-in similar to torts in a way um naming andrew Cobb captain is not something that's like a, a sexy move for se, no, lowry, lowry. lowry, sorry yeah lowry i don't know i said cops in the red wings uh, yeah. the same guy? um cop sucks <laughs> yeah no but lowry's a stud man that yeah. kid's a stud
1: yeah, that third line, man, is the grind, man. They don't, you do not want to face them. They grind guys so line so hard. Niederreiter, Appleton, Lowry. You have speed and punch. It's like it's,
0: it, they, it's they do
1: it all. It's uh, it's the well speed and punch all four lines. What am I talking about? Yeah, it's like
0: they don't stop. I don't know. The third line's fine. What is it, Baron, Johnson, Pialli, and Flannanato? Morgan Barrett's playing good hockey. No, Morgan Barrett is good. I think he's actually more than a fourth liner. Like, I think he's a third liner on most other teams. But, like, the other two guys, I think they're just, like, replacement level. Well,
1: that's that's because they don't have Kapari.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Not yet. Yeah, and they go, you gotta remember, that kid David Gustafson, who they nabbed in the third round years ago, that gets pretty good, too.
1: Yeah. But Toninato, like, mm. he's a nobody. But
0: you didn't mention Brad. You, you didn't mention Brad Lambert either. Uh, either in uh, your uh, uh, in for- your breakdown. He's uh, yeah, he's, yo, a, high, I, he's yeah, a high value. Yo Lambert,
2: yo Lambert was supposed to go. Lambert was supposed yeah. to go. To, he was supposed to be a top pick with Shane. Finished guy. Character
0: questions, my- but highly skilled.
2: Um, yeah, the guy's on yeah, speed you know, scale he's and he's white. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's the guy yeah, like, you know, oh, he'll, he'll break onto to the scene end of this the year, HL. beginning of next year. And everyone's going to be like, that guy went 29th, 30th overall. Like, what the hell? Where is everyone thinking? Right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Um, yeah,
1: we could wrap there. we we'll mm-hmm. let
0: Mark go. And, uh, yeah, apolo- go we- apologize to all the PWHL people. Um, I, <laughs> it's all good. they Yeah, they'll survive. they'll survive. And Vegas is starting to fall. I'm being. I'm gonna be right. <laughs>
1: I don't know about that. You could be right about uh, like in the long haul,
0: but uh, I'm gonna playoffs. be right. They're not making <laughs> the playoffs. Sorry, guys, We're... lost
2: you there for a sec.
0: This no, is it's all good. We, S- he... Since Dude, the be-
1: Dovey thinks the Vegas Knights are falling out of the playoffs bro. since
0: the be- <laughs> since the begin- since oh, preseason, I said they're not making the playoffs. They're Dude, making. They the let them play- get it. I don't know. The Vegas West is, is so bad. <laughs> they are bad. The West is brutal. Man. And frankly, Vegas isn't that good. Like, they're just not that good. They were on a massive PDO bender at the beginning, and they've been mediocre. Neither since is Colorado. The...
1: Neither is
0: Colorado. No, but Colorado has way, a way better roster than Vegas.
2: Colorado's got those high-end players, man.
0: Vegas has, I know. I'm just Vegas saying. Vegas like, has been saved by Aiden Hill and Logan. Ponset do you, think, you guys think Wendholm's of... going to Colorado? You think Wendholm's is going to go?
2: Who? No. Why well,
0: is Wendholm? No. no, they got Ryan Johansson. They don't need him, and they don't. Uh, I, I think, Johansson has not been great, Joe. Okay, but I don't think Colorado, that Colorado's emptied the cupboards out enough. Yeah. That. Joe said it as it is. But Colorado's emptied out their cupboards in terms of prospects and stuff. Like I don't think they have so much yeah. left. So unless they're going to start mortgaging yeah. their first round picks and everything, like uh, maybe, right. maybe uh, okay. Oscar Olsson and like. Um, I don't know. I I I literally yeah. They're not going
2: to trade their two picks this year. They just got them, but
0: yeah. I'm looking at their supplementary roster. Like I really don't see anything noteworthy, like their minors. Yeah. Right.
2: Anyway, boys, I got to run.
0: Uh, this is great. Remember, Vegas is not making the playoffs. They are.
2: Hey, Joe. Nice to meet you, bro. This is awesome. Thanks for doing this. We'll be in touch. Yeah.
1: Yes. All right. Cheers, boys. Have a good one. All right.
0: Wait, I know Linholm is going to the Jets. No, no. Winnipeg and Calgary hate each other. No way. They're talking. Like they're it's talking about the view. It, Yeah. Like it's being reported it's about to happen.
1: No, they they're talking trade. I don't know what it would entail, but
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, that would be crazy. All right. Fine. I guess we'll sign off for here. And uh, yes, yeah, we're back. We're back, people. Spread the word. Shout it from the <laughs> rooftops. We're back.
1: We recorded it this time. Yes, it's recorded. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah.
0: Give us a follow. Hit subscribe. We'll see you next time.